1: Hey guys, this is Rich. We're back with another episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. Um, right up front, Pear and Fran are are uh, away. Pear's got, I don't know, German overlord uh, duties, and Fran is in a meeting on how to be nice. So, Do, you know uh, uh, literally, huh? Do you know what number one? Oh man, I don't know. We're getting close to thinking, 100. Guys, We're yeah, very close to 100. I've, I've been having some discussions about episode 100. <laughs> um, so we've got Audrey here. Hello. We've got Sam. How's it going, everybody? Jack. Hey, Koopalings. And then we've actually got a, a special guest. Um, we've got Ben from Frozen Codebase, and uh, they're the developers of Jam City Roller, Roller Girls um, for the Wii. It's actually on WiiWare. Um, say hello, Ben.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Cool. So uh, we're gonna Ben's gonna join us for the whole hour. Um, talk about you know everything we're gonna talk about, and then we'll get in a little bit to uh, Jam City Roller Girls and. Um, you know, get Ben's thoughts on just the state of, of downloadable content and the Wii and the WiiWare. It's dead. It's yeah, all dead. all of it. You're um, wrong. <laughs> and big shock, we're going to be talking I don't about the 3DS. You know. I, don't, I don't know, whatever the 3DS is. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I mean, let's let's get started. I mean, uh, let's go through what we've been playing. Um, Audrey, what have you uh, been playing?
3: I've been playing Radiant Historia, which I'm cool. reviewing. Cool. Uh, what are you
1: giving it? Can't, can't. That's okay. No? Is, is that a DS game?
3: Yeah, it's a DS game. It's like game. a
1: 3, right? Totally. Oh, yeah. Total so no, no. I can uh, tell it's, it's really a cool. Japanese
4: RPG by the title, but does it have some, <laughs> <laughs> does it have some history behind it? Is, like is it Radiant
1: or does it have history? It's
3: both Radiant and Historia. <laughs> is
4: it from the Radiant series?
3: Uh, no, not that no? I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> radiant
4: Silver. Guns. What is it? Um,
3: it's, it's really cool, actually. It's a JRPG, but it takes a lot of chances um, mm-hmm. while still feeling like a traditional JRPG, which is really cool mm-hmm. because a lot of people complain about JRPGs being is stuck the in the past. Publisher? But, um. Uh, uh uh Atlas. Atlas. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. And uh, I also in my G B A slot I have Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I just started a new file. That cool. Cool game. Mm. Awesome. Get a DSi. <coughs> no GBA slots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam? Upgrade. You go?
4: Um I've had a kind of a boring boring uh, game week. I've I've been doing a lot of gaming but uh, it's all on uh, arcade games. I got a new new machine at the house, Burger Time and Nice. Been awesome. fixing that up over the weekend and playing that a lot. We had a party and so I was trying to get the high score, and I got—I uh, did not get the high score.
1: You—you so. have, you have room in your place for an arcade machine.
4: Nine.
3: What? Oh, wow.
1: We uh, need to get rid of two. Wow.
4: If anybody out there is looking for a Galaxian machine or a Golden Axe machine.
1: I wish I had room in I my place for Golden arcade game <laughs>
4: machines. <laughs> <He's>, what you <he laughs> I don't even have room for a couch yeah. in my very, place. Very cheap. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, X, I need though. to get him out of the house. Golden Axe is awesome. cool. Golden Axe is actually in an Asteroids Deluxe cabinet because they're all conversions, and they usually are just a black, ugly cabinet, but somebody mm-hmm. had converted this really nice. It's awesome. It's good. It's in good shape. But Burger yeah. Time is the best game ever, and I love it so much. <laughs> What's so your favorite great. Golden Axe? I've only played the first one. I've never played that. Uh, and then the second one is called is Revenge three. of Death that. <laughs> that And then the, that's only on Genesis, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. I've never played any of the Genesis ports.
5: I like that one because Kronos uh, Late, the uh, the Panther guy, had a move that was unblockable. So that was like,
4: cause the <laughs> game's kind of hard. So <laughs> you could just beat the game because he had a move that was cheap. Yeah. And then for work, I've been playing Little Big LittleBigPlanet 2. Nice. Cool. Which I like. That's fine. Jack.
5: I am playing a JRPG on the PS3 called Hyperdimension Neptunia. What are with these names? <laughs> uh-huh. So so get so get this shit. Um it is a game about um these four goddesses who rule over the land of game industry.
1: Excellent. Oh. Yes, here we go. Here we go. There is
5: the green goddess over the land of Leanbox. The white goddess who rules over Lo Wee. <laughs> the black goddess who nice. rules over Laystation <laughs> and the Lay Purple Station. and the Purple Goddess who rules over Plan Neptune.
1: You are making this shit no, up. No, <laughs> I wish I wish I was, but I'm not.
5: It is a game that is um uh a weird, like, mythological story about how the three big game companies, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, teamed up. And took down Sega, and now, is Sega the publisher. Is, is, yes, Sega is the publisher, which is Neptune, which was the code name ever. for the Dreamcast. If you guys remember, right? Mm-hmm. Um, banished. So Neptune gets banished. You play as Neptune, the the Dreamcast basically, and you fight your way back up to heaven to take down Xbox, Wii, and PlayStation. Wow,
1: this is like Am2 and Sega teams, like uh, or Sonic teams, uh, like you know revenge is like making a yeah. game about it
5: it's the weirdest thing we I mean, all know it doesn't
2: end game? well I know, exactly. this, is a, this is a PS3 game a PS3 game yeah do you get to launch what? Dreamcast 2 at the end of the is that like yeah I, finale? Guess, <laughs> I don't I'm like it's
5: it's so weird and the game's actually not all that fun but I'm like I, I have to finish because Shocked. I have to know what happens right Yeah. I, think I can tell you what happens I, know. I think yeah, we all actually, can they get to the end and you find out nobody actually likes Neptune as a goddess yeah. <laughs> and everyone still just wants to play these other ones mm. yeah. Power
4: Stone. There's not much
2: going for it, I guess. Yeah.
5: <laughs> wow, that yeah, is all the, the summons and everything ever. are like are like a uh, old Sega games and stuff.
4: It's a, just an RPG? Like
1: a yeah, just top really
5: down. really a uh, basic. Uh... Well, what do
1: you fight? Like in
5: right now, I'm fighting Mario. Uh, Mario I'm, I'm yeah. fighting some little guys that look like Space Invaders and some like so. Bugs. This reference Crash is Bandicoot. really early in.
1: Yeah, Okay.
4: There's but. like lots of game references. Yeah, the
5: whole thing is full of game references. What? That sounds amazing.
4: It,
1: it does sound it, amazing, but it's, it's,
5: it's like yeah, it's. It's Everything kind of about it's amazing except for that yeah, part where you bit. play it. But <laughs> wow. yeah. all I'm I'm right. teamed up with a with a nurse who has a really giant syringe that she uses like a gun.
1: <laughs> I don't so, I yeah. don't even like my mind is blown right that. now. I don't <laughs> yeah. wow all right. Symbolic. Cool. Ben, what's uh play? Well,
2: uh you know, in the last week or so I've played three games, one being Blitz on the N sixty four. Nice. Okay, we had nice. a company Christmas party and we had a Blitz tournament. That was awesome. awesome. And uh, it, it brought back fond memories of that game. Um, still, nothing like a good arcade sports game. And then I, I've also been playing a lot of Connect actually. Okay. Um, what game is a, on there? We bought a Connect. Basically, Connectimals and yes. uh, Connect Sports and Connect Adventures. Um, okay. I've got an eight-year-old and five-year-old, and they love the thing. So mm. when I go home, it's like okay, the hardcore gaming has to stop. And <laughs> nice. you know, at, at work, I did start playing a little Minecraft because all the guys got into it. So I had to check it out and see what it's all about. Very cool game. Amazing what you know. One guy can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it takes many... some,
4: it takes some te- technical know how too. It's not yeah. like a game. It's easy to pick up. Um, did you? What, what's like the worst uh, or what's your least favorite experience out of that trilogy of uh, Connect games? Like I, I'm really um, down on Connect Adventures.
2: I, yeah, I actually Connect Adventures. The, that seems to be the kids' favorite, which I thought it would be. Oh, connect Yeah, no. I thought so um, too. But they they really so my personal thing is I. I, I kind of like the Connectimals just because it's a little more in, like innovative in the sense of you kind of knew what to expect with Connect Sports. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, they're going to do a a Wii Sports yeah. sort of thing. Um, Connect Adventures, it seems, at least to 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 my taste, it gets a little uh, boring because all you do is you just do one of the five different types of games. Yeah, there's over so little to do. It's like you know? it's like one
4: fifth of a of a Wii game. It's right.
2: strange. It
3: doesn't seem like it works very well either. Maybe because yeah. I had furniture. It, it doesn't.
2: if yeah, you, <laughs> you are set
4: up right, like
2: things work so much better. Like yeah. I found,
4: like the difference is is astounding. You
2: basically have to clear out your living room for. I mean, that's what we ended up doing. Yeah. And we just don't have a table now in yeah. front of the couch because there was no room for it, and the kids <laughs> wanted to play that. But they love that game, and uh, I I thought they'd like Connectables. I like Connectables just for the, like sort of the you know because I'm a former AI programmer, right? It's like I like how the the creature actually kind of reacts to things you're doing in the room. So I find that kind of fascinating. How the you know the guy that was programming that probably had to think about how it would get bored and you know all the animation hmm. involved in that. So I think for a Kinect game, that's that's my favorite so far. But you reviewed that, right? I did review played Connect a lot. lot. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's cute. <laughs> it's, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. It's super cute. Yeah, yeah. I it's like. Pretty. It's pretty. Like, I like how that, it looks. Yeah, it's one of those games that you're supposed to play like a little bit at a time over like months. And I played it the whole thing in a weekend. So like, I was so sick of <coughs> petting that cat Excuse by the me. end of it. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, how, how You does... can only pet the cat so
2: much. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how that's much? not is... a euphemism,
1: by the way. How does Connectimals, uh, compare to like, Nintendog's cats and stuff from what you've, I mean, um, from from your limited time with Nintendo's cats?
5: The, I think Connectimals really like, kind of, uh, expanded on, on yeah. the kind of virtual pet thing. It gave you a lot more to do. It kind of gave you a, it gave you a story mm-hmm. to figure out. This like, cool little mystery. Um, and you felt more involved in it. You had goals to work towards. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, we haven't seen a lot from Nintendo, but it doesn't really look like they're putting that into it. It looks like right. they're really just, just in
1: the room upgrading the, the yeah. original
5: Nintendo's, mm-hmm. which was just kind of very, very, very casual. Like here's
1: your dog, <laughs> play with your dog, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, but yeah. you can give it a hat and some sunglasses. Yeah.
4: It's weird. Nintendo <laughs> has some franchises where they just like stay the course. You know, it's like Animal Crossing, Nintendo's, Pokemon. Like they really don't try to innovate and hey, they're hey, like' their there other stuff. We had a
1: four page dissertation uh, yeah. on the evolution of Pokemon. yeah oh, Pokemon yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come come on. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're it's right. A I, pun. I mean, yeah. I think most of their franchises almost stay the course. I mean, Metroid's probably the one that's changed the most. I would but say. But yeah. switch developers With, with, with over Mario time. and
4: Metroid mm-hmm. and Zelda, they really do try stuff different. I mean, I think like the difference between does you know, Zelda f- really fan- try new things? I think Phantom Hourglass is yeah. pretty pretty different. True, true. And so is Wind Waker. I mean, I, I think just Wind especially like, yeah. just the look and stuff. I mean, like if you line up the Animal Crossings, they're they're identical, and I think mm-hmm. NintendoX is, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. What have I been playing? We did all the 3DS stuff um, last <laughs> week been playing a little bit of Green of Time on the Wii. I've been running around too much. I actually was up in Seattle over the weekend. Saw video games Were live. you
4: playing the downloadable... Virtual console version? Yeah, yeah. Virtual console.
1: Um, which How is, does
4: that look? Is it, did they pumped up the resolution? No. To that? It's, I mean,
1: well, I mean... I think they did. Don't, it's a, little a direct bit, port. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks smoother. Like it's still pretty slurry. It looks blurry. smoother just, just
3: being 80. on the Wii, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's a direct port. What's the download Well, well the GameCube
2: one was right? like better. What's the
3: download? Yeah, well, like, Was it a long download to get It's just a
2: direct port of the that? M64 one. Gosh, I
1: don't even... A little bit. Yeah, I don't remember. I think...
2: What are you asking? I was asking the how size. long the download what was on that because you'd think Ocarina of oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. My yeah. connection sucks. Compared I mean, to most VC games or WiiWare. We I think so.
1: what what Ocarina of Time was what, 512 megabytes or something like that? I, I remember it was the biggest N64 game yet at that point. But I don't remember probably. if it was 256.
4: are there only so 512 so. megabytes on the Wii itself on the flash drive? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I know think I'm, there I, is. I, I, after,
1: well, no, because after Ocarina and Majora's Mask, I'm almost out of room. Yeah. And then I think I've got um, Link to the Past and a couple other games. But I'm, I'm pretty much out of room. What
4: temple did you get to at Ocarina?
1: Um I was playing with my friend and so she is getting like every little heart piece she can. Mm-hmm. So uh let's see, we're at Jabu Jabu.
4: Wow. Awesome. I love that part of the game. The first time you play that, and it's mm-hmm. just like, what? There's this much more game?
1: It, although I have to so confess great. after playing the 3DS version, now I'm kind of like, eh, I want to play the 3DS version now. Yeah. I don't I'm a little over the old school version. I mean, I love it. It's my favorite game of all time, but yep.
2: um one of the best reviewed games of all time, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like 99% or something ridiculous. I remember that was that. the first
1: 10 I ever saw on IGN and my mind was yeah. blown. And then I just couldn't wait to get the game. So.
3: Pear uh, did that review, right? Yeah, that was, really that was
1: Pear and, and Matt did a backup. And I, if I recall correctly, Matt actually was fairly adamant about not giving it a 10. But he pear, was wrong. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Pear like, exerted authority and 10 it was. So, um, Yeah, okay. So... Uh, Let's uh, let's jump over to the 3ds. I mean, I know we we did a, sort of a special podcast about it uh, last Friday when Jack and I got back from New York. Um, but you know, we've got Ben here, and and there were a lot of topics we just didn't have time to cover. You know, we only we only spent 25 <laughs> minutes talking about it last time, and we, we've clearly got two months to keep talking about it um, until something actually gets released. So I guess the one the one question I wanted to ask, and Ben, let's let's start with you. Yeah. Um, do you think the 3DS will be successful? And just from what you've read about it, what you know about it, as you've seen the news coming out, what do you consider its like best and worst attributes? Is it you know?
2: I mean, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'll just put that right on the table. I mm-hmm. you know I got to play it uh, a little bit at E3, mm-hmm. and um, I really like the 3D uh, of it. You know, you people can say, well, okay, it's great. You don't you know you don't have to have glasses, and at first that seems kind of gimmicky. Like, well, big deal, I don't have to have glasses, but. Just that alone, I think, mm-hmm. really helps it even more than like the 3D TV we hear about coming out and all that, and we see what's going on with that. And not as big of a deal, but once you put the interactivity in it, I think it makes a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. You know, obviously the big thing is the price point, and um, you know, I'm concerned. I, I hope that uh, enough people buy it. So do that you,
1: do you think it's too high, or are you kind of right I in think, there? I think
2: you know, I can understand why they need to make it what what you know what they're making it, but mm-hmm. I I just feel with us, in my own bias perspective as independent developers, for us, it's all about, um, you know, the more 3DSs that can get on the market, the better, because mm-hmm. that enables us to make more games. Sure. So I'm a little worried that a price point that hi- high for a handheld, you mm-hmm. know. I guess I'll just say it. I mean, I'm a little worried, you know, like with PSP, for example, we really liked that system, but I think the market penetration just wasn't deep enough. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, with like PSP Go and stuff, I mean, we, you know, sure. not, not to even go there, but I'm hoping that that does not happen to okay. the 3DS. and it's a great system, but you know. Do you think the 3D really will be through?
1: enough of an attractive thing that'll it just? I think so. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a new thing that I hadn't really seen. Um, mm-hmm. I like the the sort of the uh, the back of, using the back of the um, 3DS as well to to do controls is kind of an interesting idea.
1: Um, I mean, do do you? Are th- are there any other like like attributes about it that you, that you think are, are maybe negative or, or overwhelmingly positive outside of the 3D? I mean,
2: like um, um. street pass, spot pass, anything like that. Uh, I haven't really been um, following the technical aspects of. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but mm-hmm. I, I guess the the most interesting. It's dumb. Thing
4: it's this thing <laughs> where like you can like walk past people and it exchanges your memes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep. and I mean... the spot, sweat it.
1: spot Pass is basically where you walk past a Wi-Fi spot and it, it'll actually just download content to your DS. You know, oh, gotcha. It, right. Like, right. basically right. just seamless additions to what you've got. Right. So... Do um, you
4: think that, uh, I, mean, I mean, development is going to be much more expensive for, cr- first of all, creating a 3D game. Right. But second of all, creating, like, you know... Potentially a cartridge-based game, you know, right. and that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems like with, like, I think like as a developer, there might be some daunting hurdles with producing 3D. Yeah, stuff.
2: I mean, we're we're trying. Um, so one of the things going on at Nintendo is that they're trying to figure out who to give these kits to right now. Just like when the Wii was first yeah, coming out, yeah. and um, you know, so we don't we don't have any in the office yet. We're trying to get some so we can get into like these technical details and figure out what the deal is, but. What we do know is we, we use Vicious Engine. That's our engine of choice, Vicious Game Engine. And, um, you know, we believe that that technology is going to be pretty easy to port to the 3DS. And I think it's going to be even be easier um, based on, like, the white papers that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the processing power of it, it's a much more powerful system. Yeah, so yeah. to me, it's like the benefits outweigh the negatives. Like, yeah, it's going to be hard to figure out how to how to sort of make sure that, you know, the, the, the 3D like actually images coming through because I believe you have to render something to the top layer as well as the bottom layer. That's what I was talking about before with Mm -hmm. the the back layer, the back of it. But, um, you know, I guess a little early to say, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not as worried. We were all worried about um, accelerometers at first when we first came out. We're like, how can you program that? How can you do this and that? But Nintendo always provides, like, some good solutions for that. For example, if you're It's just part of their SD... Yeah, they give can- you SDK, like, yeah. tools and things like that. So I'd, I'd imagine, I mean, they'll do the same thing for the, for the 3DS. 3D? Yeah. That's kind of interesting. And I mean, I don't
4: think any developers have ever been, like, presented with, like, really easy three D tools like that in the past. I mean, yeah, I mean Sony's not pushing that. It's, right. it's, it's
2: remains to be seen like what they'll give and, and all that. And That's and cool. if they they don't give it that means, you know, we have to program more and, and try to figure it out. But yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen with WeWare some tremendous support in, in the title, you know, we'll be talking about in a little bit with Jam City. And uh, I'd assume they're gonna keep that going with three uh, D S. And from what I've heard, there's no plans to not have dsi where you know that'll still be there yeah definitely. and hopefully more prominent. i think they're gonna push it and yeah. the fact that you mm-hmm.
4: guys got, even got to see a little bit of the interface maybe or
1: yeah i think like jack, jack you kind of checked okay, out cool. the, the menu interface system and everything a little yeah, bit right? Yeah, which um, is superior
3: right? yeah it looks like they really streamlined the shopping experience because it was kind of definitely. wonky on the Wii. So yeah
1: yeah you great.
5: can um and you can actually change how the things display you can have like one like one line that you can have cycle through or you can have it be in two if you want to kind of like with slightly smaller icons, if you want it like more compacted, but yeah, I mean, and just the ability to hit the home button and go through the menu, and stuff. So most things you have to quit out of your game if you do select it, but like hmm. it's actually fast. Like you just hit it and it goes and <coughs> and you can go like you know jump can into your. Can you search by to.
4: genre or by anything like that? Is there better organization? Um,
5: the the store they they weren't um showing off too okay. much because it's not actually up. So I thought they showed like,
3: like in the video that you can click on like the Mario section yeah, or Yeah, it whatever. seemed like they had like cool. pre-built
5: mm-hmm. things so they are going to have genres and then and then special things like based on characters that mm-hmm. they'll set I
4: when. think one of our perceptions really as like gamers and also as press is that like we have trouble like finding out about WeeWare games, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And, and we get press right. releases
1: from Nintendo, but, you know, that's means they you have to go do right. it. You know, you have right. to go sign up for that stuff, and it's difficult.
4: Yeah, and, and I'm hoping, I mean, especially yeah. from here on out with Wii, like, they can, they can still make changes, and they do, Yeah. but, like, it, this would be their big opportunity to really step up their store stuff, and, like, they have to. I mean, yeah. it's so much easier on the iPhone, which is suddenly their big competitor. I
2: know? agree. I mean, I think that WeeWare, you know, everyone kind of poo-poos it, but it, it's actually a really nice... Service to develop for it's it's just a matter of how do you get your game out there so people know that it's mm-hmm. coming out and yeah, yeah. I mean that's what we're doing with Jam City now it's like just we're finding ourselves a lot of times uh, saying okay go here go here this is how you connect to the internet for example because a lot of Wii owners don't have theirs connected to the internet yet mm-hmm. hopefully with 3DS that's you're talking about swap passes and all that mm-hmm. hopefully that makes it easier for people to get online and uh, easily know that okay there's the store there and that becomes an integrated experience because right now. Just People aren't even are aware how to use DSi. DSiware is Wii. Even, DSI even harder. Um, my son uses DSi a lot, and he's never really been able to get on and figure out how to, hmm. how to go there and buy a virtual content. I mean, he's only eight, but still, yeah. I mean, if the. You probably don't want him adding money. And stuff. Right, exactly. It's probably a bad idea. Well, it's funny because actually, anecdotally, uh, I heard that with, with Apple, with iPhone, I, I heard a story about someone's kid who, like, got, you know, th- they bought the game for the kid. And then he he purchased a bunch of like I don't know treasures or whatever I'm not sure what game this is but ended up running up like a hundred dollar bill just by Ooh. doing in game purchases. Yeah, I've heard that
4: keeps happening with that Smurfs game. That's like that might big, have been the one. It's oh, like a really? big backdoor thing. Yeah, there's a yeah. Smurfs village or something. Where like kids are just like it's so easy to buy stuff it's that, like, 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 what, free to up. download, right? But then yeah, you and just if you're using your, your your mom's iPhone, you know, it's like you just <laughs> well, you
2: put in your Apple password yeah. once, and then it never asks you for it again. Yeah, so. <laughs> and every time you
4: just click on something, you could just be you could know, wow. buy something in the store over and over. It's really funny. Yeah, that's great. Is there a reason that you guys uh, are, are really interested in developing for We over, say, Xbox Live or PSN? I mean, is there? I, I
2: like. I mean, I think the the thing about it is that We has a 40 meg space limit, and you hear a lot of people complain about that and say. Uh, well, when are they going to raise it to 100? And they, Super you know?
4: Rainbow had to be canceled because of it.
2: Right. But, yeah, but I think, well, I don't know. I, I heard there it might not be or whatever, but okay. I, I think that's speculation or whatever. But mm-hmm. the truth is um, I feel personally that, um, you know, it's better to have a limit than not have a limit because then it allows us independent developers to actually make games. If you go and say your limit is two gigs, mm-hmm. all you're going to end up with on on these systems is people that can afford to make two gigs worth of content because, mm-hmm. You know, it's not trivial to go and make all these high poly models and Interesting, yeah. be, keep pushing this out. So obviously, usually in most cases, a two gig game is going to cost more to make than a, than a forty meg game. So if you keep the limits down, it levels the playing field and it allows us to compete against oh, an really EA cool. or something like them. that.
1: That's cool. <laughs> um, actually, I want to jump back to 3DS because I'm curious. You know, as a developer, do you do you think 3D is going to change gameplay? You know, it's sort of a, a difference in presentation and experience, but do you think it actually has an impact on gameplay? And like as a developer, say say you're working on the 3DS, you know, you can turn the 3D off. So, I mean, does that does that yeah. completely negate the fact, you know, what you might actually, you know, plan for with a 3D game?
2: I. That's a good question. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but I mean, I definitely know what I saw looked more immersive and impressive. Just like if you think about your best 3D experience, I think that's what you're going to get. But... The question is about gameplay, not about graphics. So that's what makes it interesting. I, I'm i trying to think now immediately of how we could make gameplay and mechanics. Yeah. Just your question leads me to that thought process because I, there's got to be something. It's just not coming to mind. But, mm-hmm. I mean, every time you add a new piece of technology, there's usually some kind of something. design mechanic that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Nintendo's – obviously, they're what, – usually what they do is they have – like Wii Sports was for, for Wii. That was like the – here's a bunch of, it's like a toolbox for developers. Here's sure. all the things you can do with, with Wii Sports, and we immediately start looking at how the accelerometer works and all that, and how the Wiimote works. Now, I hope they do something like that with 3DS so we can think about what kind of mechanics 3D could inspire. I, I don't know, maybe maybe it becomes more of a, um, you know, maybe s- games that are very 3D, like first-person shooters or something mm-hmm. like that might get a benefit from it. I, I don't know, I just off the top of my head. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. Cool. Cool. Um. And then I mean I I'm just curious how, when when you're looking at the iPhone how how big of a threat do you think that is to something like the 3DS or or even the Wii and just in general when you're when you're putting out downloadable content on WiiWare on XBLA whatever um how how big of a competitor is the iPhone or do you think it kind of operates in its own realm since it's it's so mass market so cheap so you know it's on my phone and I mean it's like all touch control yeah. I think that's yeah a big like with without a controller without yeah. any sort of physical input um how do you, how do you see it competing really or, I, or I, does it
2: I think it's a mistake to say it isn't competing that's mm-hmm. my personal belief you see a lot of people saying well it's a different market or whatever I, I don't think it is I mean mm-hmm. I think that most of you know gamers that have that kind of exposable income, are probably going to, by that point, have an iPod Touch, at least, or something like that, or maybe an Mm -hmm. iPad. Um, So I think it is competition, and it's something we got to take seriously. I mean, for a long time, Apple was like, wait a minute, we've got games on our system? You know, it's almost like they, they forgot all about that, and then all of a sudden, you've got you know, how many, how many do we have now? Like 300,000,
3: some games. I mean, it's ridiculous. And
4: from what I understand, like, uh, from just people we know that work at Apple, like they are really focusing on it now. Like this is like, like, this is what our app store is, you know, is games.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, for example, we'd like to take our, our stuff to iPhone, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's something we're working on. So it's like, I think that, Smart independent developers will start to do that more, and and a lot already have. I mean, you see a ton of games out there, and a ton of people doing that already. Mm-hmm. Again, so,
4: cluttered though, you know. Yeah, even though it's better organized right. than other things, it's <laughs> like wow, there's so much. You
2: know, there's a lot of stuff, and 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 it's not. I hate to say it, but the quality control just isn't there. I mean, it's you can get a. You can get a bunch of, and and yeah, everyone hears about uh, what was that story the other week about the twelve-year-old making the yeah. bubble game yeah. or whatever it is, and it sold like a million. <laughs> units which is a uh, rip-off of which
5: uh, uh, rips off most of crayon physics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Is, yeah. So, yeah, so it's because, like because you know.
4: crayon physics is a perfect game for the iPhone that never got. Yeah.
3: yeah well, really I sorry. don't think that you can really ignore the iPhone. Obviously, it's it's making a wave in yeah. gaming but it's really it really is a different experience the price is True. so much lower you don't really have to think so much about spending two dollars or even seven dollars on mm-hmm, a game right. and i know i personally like if i buy cut the rope or even infinity cut blade that's not gonna stop me from buying a ds game i otherwise would have oh, interesting. it's yeah. really something additional
1: i mean nintendo's typical answer to that sort of thing is you know we provide the deeper experiences we have exactly. the ips that nobody right. else can have and, and that's that's at least for now been their sort of mm-hmm. Line against uh whenever anybody when you ask about the I actually asked him about it at the the event last week and you just see him nod because they know it's coming you know they know <laughs> the questions coming they're like, and then they just go Zelda Mario Metro yeah, yeah. right, uh, that doesn't help third party
2: for an independent you know? developer you know? yeah. right annoying yeah. yeah well that's like why I say Nintendo. that I mean <laughs> I mean ultimately we we like to have a, the more platforms the better in mm-hmm. my point of view because that okay. gives us a chance to put out our IP on a bunch of different systems sure mm-hmm. uh, for example a jam city game a roller derby game on the iphone would be a different experience that is on we i mean mm-hmm. it would have to be because on we you know you're going to have people standing in front of a tv or sitting in front of a tv because we didn't put in heavy motion controls mm-hmm. but um good so yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um so it, and it's different here otherwise it, handheld is a totally different i mean you got a <laughs> Think about well, um, you know, first off, how would you even do it multiplayer? And, and you know, then you're talking about a different multiplayer experience because you're not sharing the screen anymore. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, how are you controlling? There's no controller, so you know, you're controlling with the actual accelerometer inside of the device or with your fingers on. Which my only complaint about iPhone games is I hate the little, I've never been able to get used to the little Touch virtual D-pad joystick. Yeah, I, can't, I just, either. Yeah, like, I would love
4: like, a d pad, yeah, mm-hmm. just be yeah, amazing. Yeah. I
1: actually saw a racing game, and I don't remember which. Which racing game it is, and I'm sure I'm going to have someone from Apple yelling at me when they, <laughs> when, when they listen to this. But, um, you know, you, you can get a little racing wheel on there, or you can get it where you're just arrows. Like, there's all these different control inputs, so oh, you can okay. you can get a virtual wheel, you can tilt, you mm-hmm. can get little arrows, and I can't remember. There's
4: just well, like there's something, there's something funny that. about controlling with touch, though, Right, when mm-hmm. you're trying to do something that you're so used to doing with buttons. You Maybe
2: know? I'm a classic, like, or an old-school gamer in the sense that, I, I mean, I liked... My, I think the PS2 controller. That's still my favorite controller, which is basically the PS3 controller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm basically a Xbox 360 primarily owner and then Wii secondary, but it's still that PS2 controller is so intuitive, you know. And it's like there were so many generations of improving on that controller in your hands and that experience. Um, that maybe my own brain is just so wired to a joystick that I'm mm-hmm. still stuck in that. But, but I don't know really. I mean, it seems that there's something more mechanical about hitting buttons versus hitting virtual buttons that. I don't know if we'll ever. It see. Feels There's like a more you're tactile
1: really thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just physically pressing a button. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you can ever replace that in a way. That's yeah. what
3: we keep talking about with Kinect. Is that's one mm-hmm. of its biggest problems. You right. don't really, really feel like you're interacting with the game, mm-hmm. which is a big problem. Yeah, yeah. or you like, should be, if especially it's, if for it's programmed.
4: You know, perfect. Really, really good. You know, recognition of people. Then that's going to be the. the yeah, that's what right. makes it work. Like, just dance, like, when it's working, it's like, wow, I can't believe right. how, how well it does work. But when you are waving and it's not recognizing, yeah, then and that's, dancing like, is that's sort of, the worst feeling ever. Dancing <laughs> is sort of
3: a different thing, because that's the kind of thing you don't really need to feel like you're well, pushing like a, a button for. You're not reaching mm-hmm. out and trying to touch something exactly. and not actually
5: feeling tiger fur. Yeah. So, <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And when you're just trying to follow your, your mouse pointer hand around, like, when it, when it feels right, it feels great, and it's perfect. But, like, mm-hmm. when it's lagging and stuff, it's just, like, yeah, you know, that's the situation when you're, like, I wish I just had a joystick
1: I'm actually curious, they Ben, from a development perspective, what do you find more appealing, Connect or Move, or or, or we, um, I mean,
2: I I guess. Hmm.
1: I mean, does does removing I mean, the, controllers like sort of make you? Eh, I don't know I, if I really want that.
2: Yeah, like I was I was a little bit worried about that with Connect at first because they were saying there there were a lot of rumors going around before it came out, and um, you know we've we've done before we did Jam City, which we're launching now. We did the Kickass game on PSN. That was our most recent game, and then prior to that, we did cruise ship vacation games on the Wii. So we haven't done a 360 game since Zombie Wranglers, which okay. was a while ago. So we weren't, we didn't get right on the bandwagon of getting the Connect in the office. I mean, we have one now, but we didn't get right into it and get into the SDK to know. And one big question we had since we weren't looking at it was, um, will you be able to have the controller as well mm-hmm. while you've while you're doing the Connect? And you know, that's that's a real issue then, because at least with the move. You can't yeah, can. You I mean, can. You can. Yeah. So I, that's the answer. All you my can. favorite yeah.
4: like games I'm excited about. I'm just thinking like, well, how cool would it be if you could do gestures, but then go. But back also, yeah, yeah. So That's the answer cool is
2: you idea. can if because they, when they it, it recognizes both controllers. Like I don't think anyone's wow, made a neat. game
4: it actually, for it. And it knows what the Xbox 360 controller yeah. looks like too. Well, I don't know.
2: know how that works, but I know that like you play any given Kinect game right mm-hmm. now and it, you can go back, use your controller and press buttons and it recognizes it as like yeah, controller yeah. two or something. That's yeah, going to be really yeah. cool so, if they start doing that. I, so I think developers, yeah. yeah I, I, I think, think it's we like should a be, driving game
4: where you can like you know shoot with your hand or something. See, like that yeah. would be cool. Well, Steel Battalion is
5: supposed to use both. Both. So okay. there's supposed oh, to so there a whole control That's, panel on your awesome. screen and that thing because there's so and many the buttons. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 totally. That, so that could be really cool. we can have that cool. giant uh, we've, joystick. Yeah, we've we have got, a Steel Battalion Yeah, game <laughs>
2: yeah. So that'll probably be the first game then. I yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I
5: mean, like Dance Central lets you navigate the menus with right. the controller, right. but like I haven't seen any Kinect game that lets you play anything with the
1: controller right. yet. It could be really, really, really cool.
2: So like move, Move was cool in the sense that we knew that, you know, it just assigns it as a different controller. So we knew that it at least had that. And then we were worried about, well, is Kinect going to allow that? But now it seems mm-hmm. that Connect is. And I think the technology of Kinect, I, I hate to say it, but I just... I think it's more more smooth, mm-hmm. like, to use. Okay. Um, you know, but then again, I think PS3 and we kind of have their back... We like all of them, really. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that PS3 is a little more... Um, you know, it like, with the, with the actual, like, Move controller, you get some very accurate results from that, and you know you can trust them. I'm not... Since we're not making a Kinect game, mm-hmm. I'm not yet. I, I'm not quite sure how accurate you can get those results back. Sure, it might be faster. My intuition says it might be faster to develop games on the PS3 just because of the the way that the technology works. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll have to see if we end up making a Kinect game. How you know, maybe Microsoft probably gives you some tools to sure. to detect that motion. But um, cool, yeah. So awesome. I. My answer is, you know, the more <laughs> consoles, the better. As always. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. There's a third party, we got, you know, we got to be careful. On this, so. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Mister Sony calling me up, <laughs> whoever that is. Nice.
1: Um, let's talk about Jam City Roller Girls. Um, I mean, first off, I didn't know what the hell, uh, like <laughs> what the hell's ro- roller uh, exactly, like you know, <coughs> I know so, all about roller derby. I yeah, sweet, I mean, Sam, nice. you were telling me about it. I mean, um, so I mean, just oh, in, cool. in a nutshell, give our listeners an idea of what a roller derby is
2: sure so oh man um <laughs> it's <laughs> you know it's a bunch of girls in skirts and fishnets on skates uh being the crap out of each other but also playing a sport while they're doing it wow. and the the butt also is a very important distinguishing factor because it's not derby like it was in the 70s or whatever where it was basically you know, some girls in bikinis, and they're they're they happen to be on skates, and there mm-hmm. were alligators in the middle of the pit. It's, it's <laughs> it, what? it's it's. I don't remember that. Alligator so, yeah. Yeah. rollerball. Rollerball. <laughs> this actually happened in this the '70s, and it, this is this is a story famous in the Derby community and why Derby kind of died in the '70s. They actually had because the players were dying. They, <laughs> yeah, they actually had alligators in a pit in some. This was on TV somewhere, wow. and uh yeah, and you can go on YouTube and see it. It's just re- it got to a level of ridiculousness beyond um, even. Mm -hmm. wwf or wwe i mean just way past that and so eventually kind of died off and in uh you know the early 2000s um a bunch of uh girls in austin were just in the back of a bar and they're like hey let's do this and they just started coming up with actual rules for actual roller derby and so it's no longer do you need the bank tracks like this is real life derby i'm talking about Mm -hmm. so there's no real there's no bank tracks and well there are but Mostly these are flat track leagues, okay. which because means you, they you play
4: in a, in a roller
2: Yeah, rank, in a roller rank like, or a few um, that are left. a warehouse or mm-hmm. wherever. I mean, you know like our local league, the Fox City Foxes play in a sports center, which is normally basketball courts during the day, and then they just take okay. over the basketball court, put up a bunch of bleachers, and then everyone comes. And the goal and is just a race. Yeah, based? well, sort of well, it's, it's a race, but there's a lot more complexity to it. Okay. So for example, there's two teams. There's a jammer on each team. And the, the jammer's job is to get through the pack. And okay. once she gets through the pack once and then gets through again, she scores a point for every other blocker she passes. And there's okay. two
4: teams out there. you got to picture there's five girls on each team.
2: So there's ten, ten people racing around in track. a okay. right.
4: Right. And they each have a jammer. And their goal is kind of to pass through each other's teams. Right. Okay. And then you score by going around.
2: You score like by that. passing. So like in Jam City, the game, for example – we we knew that it was a new concept so we put on a uh, little um green orbs above the heads that indicate points mm-hmm. so that you know okay that's my objective is to score points mm-hmm. and that way you know when you're about to score a point and it gives you motivation to want to pass that blocker and then the orb kind of sucks up into you just as if you had just killed a monster in a you know action rpg game and, gotcha. and the xp sucks up into your body okay um so it, yeah it's it's a it's a modern kind of phenomena. There's Thirty thousand registered skaters. There's six hundred teams on six different wow. countries. And that actually means they have like
4: DJing and bands playing. <laughs> yep. My my bands huh. played a couple of matches. Really, it's sweet. really, it's really nice. fun. Like it, it's it's huh. it's cool. Which, you, which you league are you? Uh, that was yeah. an Arizona Roller Derby. Arizona. Cool. So that yeah, I'm from Tucson and nice. like. So, I mean we used to go and like a lot of my girlfriend's friends were doing it she, she never did it because she is a violinist she never want to break her wrist girls <laughs> get ba- beat up yeah. yeah. they banged up and it's cool yep. because like they choose different sizes for teams so like i have like a really little friend of mine who's always like you should come on our team and play this position because like we need somebody like your size you know it's like football mm-hmm. it's yeah. like mm-hmm. positions like- you got
2: pivots blockers yeah it's and punk is a definite you you mentioned that you've yeah, got yeah, music all, you've got rock you know whatever mm-hmm. that's a definite connection to this whole scene it's it's a you know usually there's a band at halftime mm-hmm. okay uh, the type of people and that and the attend, girls
4: have like classic like kind of punk names like, oh yeah like really bloody
2: funny. mary or um you know we've got Reggae to rumble we've got uh, beyond slay nice <laughs> you know like <laughs> some good names um did you
4: and did you use real Girls and teams yeah, so, in the game. Okay. So we licensed. research that yet. yeah. Yeah, really we cool.
2: licensed the Women's Flat Track Derby Association is the one that has a hundred leagues. They gathered up the the largest group of leagues, um, of any other consortium of leagues and basically formed this group called the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. They started formalizing the rules and having tournaments. And so we, we uh we actually our first team outing of Frozen Cobase was in Milwaukee at the Bruce City Bruisers bout. And it was like you're describing, it was just we went down there to have a good time. I mean, we're, we're located in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So that's only about two hours mm-hmm. north, but um, you know, Green Bay is a really small town. So we figured we'd go to Milwaukee and have fun for the night. So we go to this, this bout and you know, yeah, we're having some beers. There's, uh, some kind of punk band that um, we've got. Rever Norb, he's our one of our designers, and I know him. You know Rever Norb? Yeah, that's really? awesome.
4: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, my ba- my band's played in Milwaukee a lot. And really awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Borsa Sprinkler. Yeah. yeah, so he of course. he got. Do you uh... want a grilled cheese? <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. And I want to get the to second hell base is with going you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a that's good my, song, actually. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm gonna have to tell. What what's your what's the name of your band? <laughs> my band's called the The Akmonics. Akmonics, okay. Yeah, I've read a, to a lot of tell, stuff in his. Zines I'll over have to the years, tell so Norb that I met you. That's really cool. yeah yeah. He still writes for Razor Cake and he's I'm um, also in his
4: band, No Bunny, which he he knows well and stuff too. Oh, so. I've heard of No Bunny actually.
2: Yeah. Interesting. That's half my band. So I think he mentioned it. No Bunny to me once. Yeah, that guy dresses like a bunny. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so there's a connection there to punk rock, and you know, mentioning Norb, the reason I did is because. He he was the biggest punk rock force in Green Bay, and mm-hmm. then because he got signed to to Go Kart, and uh, so he still sells albums on Amazon, and he can go anywhere in America as I just proved here, and people will know mm-hmm. who he is. So when we went there and we saw this, we're like, okay, this is this is an offshoot of punk, but it's got these elements of uh, so there's the music there, and we knew we could have a killer soundtrack. This was way before we went We were and I'll talk about that in like, a <laughs> okay because you know space limits. It's yeah. hard to have you know you know ten. 10 different songs in a WiiWare game, which we yeah. know it's, but unfortunately, but anyway, so we go there and immediately in our minds, this was late 2006, believe it or not. We're like, Holy crap. And we see these girls going through the announcers are telling us the rules. We realized it wasn't just like, uh, you know, a fist of cuffs, you know, girls being up on each other, which there was some of that, mm-hmm. but there was also rules and they actually had to achieve objectives just sure. like you do in a game. Mm-hmm. So we get back to the office and we're all like, wait a minute. Um, we, we got to make this game you know mm-hmm. so who's making this game someone's got to be making this game we all said to each other like oh i'm sure they're making it already we kind of made that comment like someone's got to be making this yeah in hindsight, so we start, so obvious i can't believe it yeah so we start googling and we start looking into anyone making the, the closest we could come with was uh that nes game roller games where you basically yeah. you basically play and then so we got the rom of it to play it and uh we'd play it through development because it's kind of funny it's it's nothing it's at all like roller it's derby. Really it's just a beat-em-up. It's yeah. just a platformer. You happen to be on skates and you just punch some people. And it's um, So we wanted the sports aspect of it where there's actual rules and you actually have to pass the pack. Mm-hmm. You get lead jammer status, which is a unique thing about the sport. Um, you can change your roster. You, you get to increase your skills like your speed or your strength and uh, call strategies even for your pack okay. so you can form a wall. So we wanted all the elements of the sport but also the, the punkiness of it, and that's why we went with the real teams is so we could get girls like Bloody Mary in there or Lucille Brawl or nice. <laughs> Cracker Jack and, you know. So, I mean,
1: um, <laughs> is, is this something you just play, like, locally or can you do online, like, um, with, with the game or anything? Right or? now it's just local. Mm-hmm. So it's,
2: uh, we've got a season mode, which is single player, mm-hmm. and you, you create your own skater. Mm-hmm. You can give her a name. We've got a random derby name generator. Nice, where it'll say like "block you up" or, are <laughs> the fan favorite. We got this through Lot check somehow, but we got Eva JJ <laughs> through Lotcheck, check, so yes. which is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> skate Invader, and you know we came up with a bunch of names that mm-hmm. are typical of glory or na- typical derby names. I was going to mention Gloria Hole there for a second, who's a skater from Milwaukee, but um, so they're typical like, and and you know it, it's all. The thing about it is it's all very PG-13 at the bouts. It's not mm-hmm. like you see any, you know. There's little kids there. There's little kids, yeah. It's not, you know, I always start talking about these names, and everyone's like, oh, my God, you know. But <laughs> the truth is, like, um, yeah, it's it's family-friendly in the sense that, you know, some some guys will come and, you know, they'll get their beer, and they'll be like, oh, maybe we'll see a shirt fall off or whatever. And the, the best comment I ever had from a Bruce City skater was when we were talking about the <laughs> – the first timers and how they think they're going to, you know, see something or whatever. And we're like, yeah, like anyone goes to an NBA game and just thinks the guy's shorts are going to (laughs) fall off. You know, it's, I'm like, yeah, that's a very fair comment. You know, that's like, no one does that. So it's, it's very PG 13, but yet it's edgy and it's punk. And so we just love the idea. And, um, you know, so we went to the women's flat track derby association and, uh, this was 2007 and, um, sat down with them right before their tournament, the board of directors. And uh, it was Reverend Norb and I, and we had a, these these women have never most of them don't play games. I mean, a lot of them do, but mm-hmm. um, it depends. You know, a lot of them. We, they did a study actually. I found that Wii was the most owned yep. it, amongst all the skaters. That was the most owned console, so that <laughs> was a good choice there. Um, but I remember Norb holding up, you know, an Xbox 360 controller and a Wii controller. Um, I don't. Th- I don't even know if the PS3 was out yet. But anyway, we weren't doing PS3 games, so we h- held up these. And like, this is an Xbox 360 controller. You know, and he's oh, wow. describing the buttons, and we're talking about this is a Wiimote, You know, and they had never seen a Wii. But anyway, so they were impressed by us that morning, though, because uh, it was like nine in the morning. We met at like a restaurant slash bar in Austin, and uh, one of them, like one of the board directors, orders a Bloody Mary. Actually, I think it was Bloody Mary that ordered the Bloody Mary, and so we just ordered beer. And I think they were immediately impressed that we're indie like them. I mean, we're mm-hmm. We're also of that mold that you know we're going to do what it takes to make an awesome game, just like they're going to do what it takes to make a sport. I mm-hmm. mean, they're out there not getting paid to do this, sure. uh, just doing it because they love doing it and they love the music that comes in at halftime. They love the spirit of it and the athleticism of it. So, in terms uh, of
1: uh, gameplay, I mean, are you are you going for like really authentic, like genuine to the sport, or you know, I mean, you mentioned the orbs. I mean, how how exaggerated do you get? Because I mean, I don't think a lot of people know, right. What this sport is. So I mean, how do you, do you get a little exaggerated so that people clearly understand what's going on? Yeah. Because like, if I'm playing a football game, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm going over there, right. you know, and <laughs> that sort of thing. But like with this, you know, I don't but know what I'm doing. You know, so I we mean, do.
2: We 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 went a very arcadey route with this. Okay. So we we added a lot in to sort of help people that have never heard of Derby mm-hmm. uh, sort of understand what you're doing. And it's not hard to understand because there are so many elements of a race in it. Mm-hmm. in that all you're really doing is trying to pass the other blockers. Okay. Uh, the biggest rule change comes in when you have to establish lead jammer. So the first time you get through the pack, whoever gets through first becomes lead jammer, mm-hmm. and then that skater can call off the jam. So if she gets through the pack and the other skater's right behind her, and then she manages to clear maybe 10 feet on her, and then she gets past two blockers, then she calls it off, and your point differential is 2-0, mm-hmm. and then you rinse and repeat that, and that becomes the biggest strategic move in the game. I'll tell you, to, when
4: you're there drinking, like, you don't know any of this. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, right. it's really confusing. You just see a pack of girls going around in a circle. Like, yeah. It, well, it's been said, it's been
2: said that a lot of derby people feel that this game is going to teach people the rules of derby I th- more. I than, was going to say that. Like, that's the one thing, like, I yeah.
4: like I will understand the game now.
2: Right. Because that lead jammer is the biggest rule thing. And that's all you got to really know. But you Other, added some, like, fantasy but we did stuff did. I was going to get like, into that. We, added, and and right, like so that. we added, right. So we added, um we added a bunch of things that make it more accessible. Okay. The biggest of which being that um, we removed a lot of the complex rules like you can cut the track all you want. You're never going to get sent to a penalty box. You can, you frankly, you can punch people or, you know, oh. you can, because in, in real life, you can't just go punch someone in the back of the head. You're going to oh. get sent to the box. Okay. But in this case, we added things like fireballs where it <laughs> you into a fireball and you just plow through. Nice. Uh, we have one power-up we call the Skate Invader, which uh, you pick it up and it's kind of like it's like the it's not quite the same equalizer as what like the blue shell is in Mario Kart, but it's similar to that. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it spawns a bunch of skaters on the track and they just tear through the pack. They actually okay. our blue shell is more like the we have this thing called the Pink Reaper that launches and if, if you launch it at somebody and if, if she doesn't call off the jam or get the shield before the thing comes back and hits her, it can actually steal half of her points that she already picked up. So, so you
4: kind of made it into like a kart racing we did, versus yeah. racing, kart racing versus racing, and then you guys made like a kart.
2: It's like a kart racing team yeah, yeah. sport game, really, because yeah, yeah. it's got these rules with the lead jammer stuff that you still have to care about. Of course. And you can, you can tell your pack to form a wall or to fall, fall back and assist you because, for example, the other thing is that if you're behind one of your own skaters, you can waggle the Wiimote and they give you a whip, like a boost forward. Which is a real life derby thing, and that that way you get kind of instant is speed that where up they like boost. Just push. You yeah, they either push. Um, there's I three. I've seen that there's a before. few different types. Either they push you, or you've got like the waitress whip where they turn backwards, right? Or they go around the corner and yeah, yeah, and they just kind of take your arm, and just kind of toss you around. Um, so we put that in, but yeah, I mean, we wanted it to be. You know, we were having at the time we were having all these Mario Kart tournaments in the office. Yeah. It was a big deal, actually. We which kart's your favorite? Um, I would say uh the Bowser No no I mean which
4: which which, which out of all the Mario
2: Which game? Comics, yeah. Which game? Oh, what were we playing? I don't um I'm a double It's just Dash it's, fan, DS. So. it's DS, it's DS. Whatever, card, yeah, the DS1, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we tried to do the Wii TV. one, but that that didn't work so well. The, here's the thing about the DS1. Um, you can go anywhere and just have a tournament. So everyone would just bring their their DS's into the break room. Mm -hmm. And so we had this whiteboard. And I'm not – I was always, like, second to last or something. So Mm -hmm. I'm not the guy. There's, there's like, hardcore – guys at frozen co that like really. And so like, if you're competing in the top three spots, those guys are always interchanging. And we had a belt, like a wrestling belt <laughs> that had a little picture of Mario on. And you know, that wow. he'd get to take it back to his desk for the day. And yeah, it was pretty, it was dorky. I mean, it was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> dorky and great at the same time, if you can imagine that, but you're at IGN. so Exactly. Yeah. yeah you right. understand. So, so we, we had all these tournaments going on and, and Adam Larson, who, who he would always be second or third best. He's, he was our lead programmer, loves kart racing games. And so we, we ended up kind of saying, okay, well, you like kart racing. That's What can you imagine? And, and our design process on this was really, can you imagine if we took the rules of Derby and superimposed them over uh, a kart racing kind of mechanic? And we're like, yeah, that's what we should do. Because we had gone through the simulation route mm-hmm. where back in two thousand eight we were thinking of making like a Madden style game. Sure. Where you, you know, you go to the penalty box and you have to worry about your roster changes. Girls are gonna get tired and mm-hmm. so you gotta swap out a new jammer and all this. And really, um, maybe someday we could make that game, but that's mm-hmm. a totally different game. It's like sure. comparing Madden to Mutant League football to blitz. You know, there's right. three different ways to make a, a football game while mm-hmm. there's at least that many to make a derby game. So it's cool that you guys
4: chose, like, you know, the subculture, which I personally know so many people that are involved in, you know, but They're like, cool. I, I, you can talk to people and just they have never even heard of it, you know, and, and like, right. just actually make <laughs> <laughs> der- I I saw, the, saw that, that movie Whip To it. have it. like the liberty yeah. to like make that game. Well, there's a whole roller derby movie coming out this year. Right? It, it, well, Whip like, It came yeah. out. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. yeah with Ellen so Page and Drew Moore. Yeah. that's right. Yeah. It was good. Did you like it? Yeah, cool. yeah, but it's cool. I was like drunk, to be a, so I don't remember <laughs> how I did. <edit. laughs> that, that's how you should be.
2: Well, you knew it was a derby movie, apparently. Like yeah. Ah, well. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, I mean, are, are there any other details you wanted to, like, you know, bring across to the listeners for about Jam yeah, City? Yeah. Well, or? I
2: guess I guess you know it's a WiiWare game. Um, mm-hmm. There's very few um, kart racing. I mean, there you know, there's obviously you can go and get Mario Kart on the Wii, and there's a lot of competition in that realm. But if you like that style of competitive racing but with those kind of antics and you don't know derby you're you know you're going to like it we've got five different tracks in there with we've got jumps we've got tunnels we've got you know power-ups everything you can imagine Mm -hmm. and then if you want to take it to the next step i would encourage you to get this game because you know adding those those derby rules even if you've never watched derby i think you're going to find that becomes instantly competitive because Mm -hmm. you're 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 hoping that that guy doesn't the, the the player doesn't call off the jam you're hoping that your pack actually forms a wall. If you told them to form a wall, and mm-hmm. you're hoping you get the next power up or the next set of stars, uh, which stars give you stability, and then you're less likely to fall down. Uh, I guess I didn't mention the Road Rash tie-ins uh, because I you was can, gonna, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because but. you can as you're as you're passing a blocker if she's in your way, you can just block gotcha. her and knock mm-hmm. her out of the way. So I would say you know Mario Kart, Road Rash, and NBA Jams are our three biggest okay. you know influences. And if you like that type of Sort of silly sports game. I think you're gonna dig it, even if you don't like Derby. And yeah, it's it's out. It was out yesterday for a thousand Wee Points, and uh, cool. You can also go to JamCityRulerGirls.com. We created a scoreboard, so if you we're also doing a contest now. So if you can beat the current top scores, which is we had two Derby announcers, Dump Truck versus Play versus Hurt Reynolds, um, (laughs) and uh, uh, Dump. Love these names. I think Dump Truck lost. I think it's sixty-four to sixty. So if you can top their scores, we're giving out a free copy of Jam City Ruler Girls. Nice. And, uh, you know, just send us a screenshot. Take a Polaroid or whatever. A Polaroid. But. Yeah, just
3: like <laughs> Nintendo Power. Just like, nice. yeah, back in the mm-hmm. day, right? Just take a little that.
2: picture. Yep. Or Activision way back in the day where you take a picture behind Chopper Command score. And you get a little badge. <laughs> yep, a little badge.
1: Nice. Um, so I'm, I guess I'm <laughs> curious, what's, what's next for you guys? Do you, do you guys have so we (laughs) platform in mind 3ds well uh, for jam
2: city we really want to take this to some new platforms and um so we're going to do that okay but we also have two teams that are operating so we got another team that's wrapping up now um and we're going to be hopefully announcing pretty soon okay cool um,
1: and is is that another you know sort of downloadable game or it's it's downloadable you guys are strictly in that realm then we're
2: strictly right now we're you know xbla psn and we were and we like that but we do want to expand to iphone and 3ds especially so yeah very cool yeah but uh, yeah we're looking forward to it we got a we got a good team a group of guys you know sort of half veterans from other places and half new people and we're doing really good so enjoying it up in the frozen tundra negative 20 degrees back home not looking forward to going back
1: you guys all really excited about the super bowl and
2: we got yeah our packers Uh are in the super bowl Uh so Uh that's pretty cool playing the steelers so
1: yeah i think i have to go with green bay to win that one awesome yeah that's uh yeah cool Any, any other questions from you guys anything else i think Cool. Um, I think we're actually going to wrap it here. Um, you know, we, we, we are skipping our, our usual, you know, reader question segment um, just because, you know, we've got Ben here and everything like that. Um, so be sure to keep sending us your questions, MVC at Um And, you know, we'll next week we'll be back to our regular format. Uh, one other special note, um, be sure to listen to game scoop this week because we are doing a special segment with the, the conduit Two guys. They're coming in. We're okay. going to chat with them a little bit. Um, and uh, so we'll have a little segment on Game Scoop and um, from yeah.
2: Chicago, the Conduit Two guys. So.
1: Are they from Chicago? Yep. Oh, yep. cool. Didn't know. That. Cool. Right down the road from me. Oh, awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for coming in, Ben. Yep. And thanks for, uh, having me. thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. And again, you know, NBC at IGN.com. Uh, rate us on iTunes if you want. And uh, see you next week. Yeah. See you guys.